Stored of the Brothers of Wrestling Podcast. How you doing today, man? Man, I'm good. I'm good. Um, but uh, I know this episode is a special episode. Um, moments of peace. Just remembering um, um, superstars, uh, wrestlers who have passed this year. And there's been a, quite a bit that's been um, almost shocking um, to hear about. Um, what we're going to do is just take the opportunity just to go through the list and, um, I guess, share some memories of the time they were in wrestling or a little bit of information about them. And then, um, yeah, like I said, this show is supposed to be very, um, it's it's sad, but it's more of a celebration. Absolutely. And, and, you know, um, like I said, this year has not been the best year family, but, um, we're hopefully for 2021, it will be better. New beginnings, rebirth, and everything like that. So for everything that dies, everything has to live again. So we're taking the opportunity through these guys that um, somehow um, rebirth um, life and new, anew in regards to the wrestling world. So, um, yeah, um, ready to go, Mark. Um, yeah, like I said, some of these, some of these wrestlers that's on the list is, um, almost taken back kind of thing, kind of like what, when was this, what happened and everything like that. I mean, yeah. it's, it's kind of shocking. It's, uh, some of it is still hard to believe. So, um, we'll get into it together and, um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, so the the original plan was to do a review of um, the recent episodes of Raw, uh, SmackDown, and NXT. Um, mm-hmm. However, um, for those who are not aware, um, this past weekend, um, Brody Lee, formerly known as Luke Harper um, in the WWE, um, unfortunately, he passed away from a lung illness. Um, on Saturday, and I believe that was the December the twenty seventh. I believe it was. Um, and yeah, or twenty sixth. Or twenty sixth. Um, anyhow, it was. Uh, it kind of it, it took it took the wrestling community by storm. Um, and you can see the impact that that he had, and, and and the impact that his his death has had on the on the wrestling community. So. Uh, Howard and I decided that instead of doing it again, instead of doing a review, that we would um, kind of reflect on some of the the wrestlers that have passed away um, this year. Um, I think this year, being you know 2020 for most people has been a rough year yep. Um, yep. with the virus, you know, the pandemic, um, a lot of people getting sick, a lot of people dying. Um, so uh, you know wrestling community is is no exception to to um you know the effects of the virus and and stuff uh, and i'm saying that everybody on this list has passed away from coronavirus um i'm just saying that with the virus com you know with the virus that we're dealing a lot of these deaths are impacting people a lot more um mm-hmm. so again we just wanted to kind of go through it and just kind of talk about certain wrestlers and again there are a lot of people Unfortunately, um, who've passed away. Uh, we're just going to be focusing on a handful. But again, um, f- 
not to offend anybody for anybody who we didn't mention. Uh, rest in peace to to everybody who's lost a loved one, whether it's in the wrestling community or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, you know, it's it's a loss is hard to deal with. Um, personal loss, I know for us, um, you know, again, some of these guys we grew up watching, so it's kind of like you know, it's almost like seeing your some a bit of your childhood just kind of go away, you know. <clears throat> um, so yeah, so. Uh, anything you want to add to that, Howard, before we get started? Um, um, I think you you basically touch on most of the things that we're um, what we're trying to do for the show today. Um, like once again, family. Uh, if we don't touch on a couple of the wrestlers and everything, it's it's not, like I said, it was like um, a very I wouldn't say last minute, but um, we were just reviewing and. We saw a couple people that we were even we didn't even know that past. So like, there's a couple people on the list that I've seen that I didn't even know that past. And um, so we're just taking the time out to honor not just the people that we'll mention, but everybody um, in the rest of the community that has passed and everything. So this this is dedicated to everybody, not just the ones that we're going to mention, but but to everybody. And like I said, it's not like a drawn out show like we usually have. Um, not drawn up, but very informative. <laughs> but um, like I said, it's not to offend anybody. So wrestling family, just be patient with us, and um, we'll go through it together. Absolutely. So um, I'm just going to go over just a few names um, that were on this list. And again, um, this is only just a fraction of the people. Unfortunately, that have uh, that have moved on, um, and again, some of these people aren't necessarily wrestlers, but have uh, made appearances um, um, to, in the wrestling ring. Uh, for instance, uh, Tommy Zeus uh, Lester; those might know him as Debo from Friday. Friday. Uh, he, uh, he passed away at the age of sixty-two. Uh, we have uh, Chad Gaspar. Um, he passed away earlier this year. Um, tragic accident. Uh, he passed away at the age of 39. Uh, we have Rocky Johnson. And uh, for those who don't know, that is Dwayne The Rock Johnson's father. Uh, he passed away earlier on this year at the age of 75. Um, this one, this one hurt. Um, Road Warrior Animal. Yes, yes, passed yes. away. Uh, he passed away at the age of 60 uh, this year. Uh, Pat Patterson, um, uh, another uh, another hard loss in the uh, the wrestling community. Um, he passed away uh, just a few months ago at the age of 79. Um, Kevin Green, are you familiar with Kevin Green, Howard? Um, ex football player for the North yeah. Carolina Panthers. Yes. Yeah, I think he was a linebacker, I believe. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not a big football guy, but I'm pretty sure he was there. But remember, he uh, he did make an appearance back yeah. in the day to help out yes. Goldberg yes, on yes. the WCW. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, he passed away at the age of 58. Um, we have Uganda Uganda Nightmare Kamala passed away early this year mm. uh, unfortunately his passing was due to uh was um 
COVID related, uh, unfortunately. Um, Howard Fink, Finkel, mm. I think he passed away this year. Um, Hannah, Hannah Kumra, um, unfortunately, am I pronouncing that right, Howard? Um, I believe so. Yeah, I believe you did. You're correct. Uh, so uh, she passed away at the, the young, young, young age of 22. Yeah, that's messed up. That's messed up. Um, so yeah, you know she had a she had a bright future ahead of her, and just unfortunately cut short. Um, we had yeah. Danny Danny Hodges uh, just passed away actually uh, on the 26th as well, I think it was the 26th as well. Um, Bob Armstrong. I know if you remember Bob Armstrong, uh, he passed away. So for those who aren't familiar with Bob Armstrong, I believe Bob Armstrong is um, Road Dogs, Road Dogs dad. Road Dogs father passed away, and uh, Road Dog. Oh my goodness, Road Dogs other his other brother. I can't remember his name now. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank, but. Um, Anyways, Bob Armstrong passed away. And for those current um, wrestling fans, this is where it probably kind of hits the most. Uh, Brody Lee has passed away at the age of 41 um, due to lung complications. Uh, This weekend, uh, Brody Lee left behind two small children and a wife. Um, Yeah. So let's start. Um, now, and I'm not gonna be. It's not gonna be a whose whose day whose death impacted you the most. Um, you know, just out of respect for everybody, because there's a lot of people that passed away, and they they all you know they all had. Um, you know, there were some losses in the committee, so we're not gonna do that. I just wanted you to those that you remember, if you want to just uh, kind of give us your memories of them. Um, let me start, um, by sharing my condolences to everyone on this list. Um, I think who kind of impact, well, the one that I'm, I'm impact about was obviously Brody Lee. Um, Brody Lee had, like, man, when, when the rumors was going to spread around that he was going to go. He was leaving um, WWE. It was it's, it was kind of hard for me because I really like that whole dynamic of um, the Wyatt family, and I believe if if they could have worked something out, it would have been a more it would have been probably tremendous if the Wyatt family was around now. The all four members of them, um, but when he did make the transition to the other promotion, AEW, um, I thought it was a good look. And as the leader of the Dark Order, it was it was good. Um, I I thought the storyline was going to get bigger, and with him, but um, I did notice um for a couple of segments that he hasn't been around. Um, but I mean, what I know about Luke Harper, um, man, that guy could wrestle. I mean, I seen some of his um, um, his underground matches. And for a for a big guy, the man was quick, like he he was swift, and and he could wrestle, man. I I remember um I, when 
when he first came out with the white family. Man, I, I, he, he, like my eyes drew to him first. Like Bray White, obviously, for the psychological edge and, you know, but those guys coming in, like those guys coming in, the white family, I thought they were going to be so dangerous. So dangerous. I like, you have one guy in a Hawaiian shirt, long beard, this, this hat, and then you have a guy who is wearing like long beard and a green jumper, green MC Hammer jumper or something. <laughs> and, then, and then you had um, Mr. Luke Harper, man, like a dirty, um, what you guys call undershirt, which I call Marina. <laughs> with, the, <laughs> with, this, with the tobacco stain on it or whatever the case. And these guys just look gully. They, they look very like, yo, listen, it's not someone you bring mom bring over to mom's house. But if you need something to be taken care of, mama will call them. <laughs> if I was in a deal with the case. So, uh, man, it, it, it was, I like that whole dynamic. And, and that's one thing I could give to Vince, man, man. When he has a vision of something, that man has a vision of something, man. Because when these guys came out, it was great. But to focus on Luke Harper, um, I was impressed from the first time I seen him wrestle. From the first time I seen him wrestle. Man, I like that guy moved. Like I said, he for a big guy, he moved quick. And his he and he knew wrestling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um I believe that um he had a lot more to offer. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what happened to the breakdown actually between WWE and him, but I believe that if he if he kind of had a little bit more leeway, like how Bray Wyatt kind of has a little bit of leeway with regards to his character, something could have shaped up. I didn't like the last couple of um, changes they made for Eric Rowan and Brody Lee. I mean, Luke Harper, sorry. Um, I didn't like the changes. I, they were great as a tag team. Um, the the name of that tag team and the look, I wasn't the, really... The Bludgeon Brothers? I'm not... Yeah, I wasn't feeling but, that. But you know what? I wasn't feeling the name of the Bludgeon Brothers, but I, I, I enjoyed the gimmick minus the... the, the the mallets or malice whatever yeah, they had yeah, on. Yeah. Um they were always a good tag team. I, I, yeah, I always yes. liked them together. Um that's one thing uh, that that stands out with Luke Harper. Man, Luke Harper had a insane clothesline. Yes. The yes. discus lariat. Oh my goodness. Yes. I the only other person I seen do it that good is JBL. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like from hell. Yeah. yeah, like he his his lariat was 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 not, it looked like a a real badass finish. He didn't. There's no power bombs. It's just the way he would just clothesline you. Like it legit looked like he was trying to take your head off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it was uh, it was good. But uh, again, um, when it comes to to Brody Lee to Brody Lee or again Luke Harper. Um, Real name, I believe, his real name is John uh, Hubert, I believe his name is. Um, man, that guy was just, he had that look. And uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with, you know, the reasonings why he left WWE. 
but from my understanding that he wanted he he was up there in age he was 41 i think he was like 39 i think when he got out of his contract or no 40 when he got out of his contract so you know when you get to that age at that point your career you're not as fast as you used to right 40 40 is almost the wind down years of your career he still felt like he could go unfortunately the wwe wasn't pushing him so he was asking for his release right this man was very confident in his ability confident in his skills and it's not like he got it's not like he got future endeavored he asked for that because he knew he had more potential than what was being offered with wwe Okay, okay, um, okay. Right? So he goes to AEW. He had the Dark Order. Dark Order wasn't wasn't doing too well. That gimmick originally before he got there. Once he got over and, you know, he became the exalted one, the leader of the Dark Order. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't watch W I don't watch AEW as much as I watch WWE. But he that Dark Order, yeah, he really Man, his stock rose. You're looking at that guy proved in the short time that he was with AEW that he's a main event guy. Yeah. yeah. That guy, that that individual that WWE passed on when AEW showed, showed his potential, he had a bright future. Unfortunately, again, it got cut short, but I think he could have, he was destined to be a world champion. Yeah. yeah. He was going to be a world champion. Yeah, confirm. I would, right. and just to even add to what you're saying is that, um, like when AEW signed him, when I heard the murmurs, I was actually in, I was at work and I was talking to a friend of mine who's also a big wrestling fan, um, and he was telling me that um, that possibly um, he was gonna go and make the move over to AEW. And I said, if he does that, watch the momentum of AEW. Because, I mean, if you really think about it, after Brody Lee, AEW had this momentum. And they started to sign guys where maybe in other promotions they never got a chance. But as soon as they came over, they were just boom, boom. And all because, I think, because of Brody Lee. Because of Brody Lee. Once they signed him, I noticed that every signing that they did after that, was just on point, on point, on point, on point. So it was... There you go. Can you guys hear me now? Sorry about the technical yeah, difficulties. Yeah. Um, sorry, I was saying, look what he did with the uh, the Dark Order. Like I said, just just... He was, I mean, he he really, really took those, plucked those guys, you know, those guys weren't doing well, and he took that whole crew, like, that's like a, I swear that's like a 10-man crew. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. And some of the scripts that he did, he was, he was an amazing, and this is his on-character stuff, so he's a monster, but if you really look at all the tweets um, from all the different wrestlers from the various promotions all over from New Japan, guys at ROH, guys from AEW, guys from WWE, from the independent scenes. So many people have so many good stories about the guy. And the one common yeah, thing that yeah. everybody's the one common thing that everybody says is that he 
was a family man and he loved his kids. Yes, yes, and yes. He yes. couldn't wait to get home to be with his kids. He was a family man. Um, it's, I, I don't know, personally for me, I haven't seen an outpouring of emotion from the wrestling community in a whole like this since I would say probably Eddie. Mm. You know what? Eddie Guerrero. I I would, to be honest with you, it's because I never, I only know a bit about Luke Harper, Brody Lee. Um, For me, it was I would I won't I won't say the same the same shock value that it was the same like shocking like value like the shock value of his passing and the outpouring but I think for me is when when did when Eddie did pass away you felt something inside kind of like whoa this he was one of us kind of thing like you know what I'm saying I I even shut a tear I'm not gonna lie I shut a tear like that. You know what I'm saying? And I believe that if um Brody Lee would be, um he's yeah, I would say he's up there too. Because it was kinda like AEW was like really on a momentum and they just signed Sting. So now you kinda see the whole dynamic with Sting being in back into the picture and then Brody Lee, like you know, he was away for a bit. But you know when he comes back, he's gonna come back. The last interaction I remember seeing was that it was about I think it was um I, I don't wanna I don't really wanna get into what was happening, but the way how so it was the Dark Order one side and two other factions and the way how they were communicating with one another for a moment for a moment and this is this is the credit of Rody Lee. They had all all of the members of Dark Order had to get him out the ring, but this guy kept on coming and cussing, and he was going at everybody. And it looked for a moment, it almost looked, whoa, like maybe there's real beef. Like that's how Brody Brody Lee told mm-hmm. a story, like to the point where you're like for a moment as a wrestling fan, you're thinking as a just just Howard watching. TV. Whoa, this this look. This, is this some world star thing? Is it? Is this real beef? Like I hear the swear. I hear it back. And every time he would go to the ring, they're fighting. They're fighting. All three fractions. Those fractions are are just. It's chaotic in the ring. It was a so chaotic. I mm-hmm. can't remember the other two, but I know. I believe Cody was there and a, and a couple other others. Uh, but it was. It was crazy. But he just like his character, he was just like, yo, listen, I'm not finished with you. And the Dark Order is like, yo, my lord, you say, like, let's go, let's go, it's okay. And he will walk to the back and he turns around and hears something and he's like, yo, Dark, yo, I'm telling you this from now. He's a guy that if you were in a if you were in a fight, make sure whatever you're going to say, you're gonna back up. Because he, the way how he kept on coming back, and it took like 15, 16 guys to say, yo, <laughs> calm down. But he told the story like that. Like, exact, like his persona is, is so, his persona was so electric. I won't even lie to you. Because 
and what's so good about him was that yes, there was Luke Harper, there was Brody Lee, but you could tell the difference. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When Luke Harper almost like transformed into Brody Lee, but you couldn't. It wasn't like if you had a wrestler who was in one promotion and went in another promotion and he was still the same guy. And there's nothing wrong with that. You sell T-shirts, you sell merchandise like that, and they just change up your name or whatever the case. That's fine. But mm-hmm. Luke Harper and Brody Lee, you could tell there was a difference. And yeah. I think the the person you seen the evolution of Brody Lee was gonna be what was gonna put AEW, I believe, to another another level. So yeah, I, I agree. I agree, and yeah, it's just it's just really unfortunate. But the one the unfortunate thing about about this is that you only hear about this guy, how this guy you only know you only see him as the Luke Harper or the Brody Lee character. Um, but during the last few days, just going on Twitter, you know, I've got you know Xavier um, Xavier Woods, Kofi, Big E, Mero. Um, Cody Rhodes, Tony Khan, um, man, you name it. Like, I've got a lot of wrestlers on Twitter, a lot of wrestlers on Instagram, and it's just crazy the amount of people that have nothing but stories about how that persona that you see in the ring is not that same guy you yeah, see outside. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Right? It's, it's, mm-hmm. And everybody, like, when I mean, and that's and that's what I mean in terms of. Not necessarily um, the way he passed away, because it was very tragic the way he passed away. Same thing with Eddie. But why I'm drawing so many comparisons between Eddie's passing and Brody's passing, it's when Eddie passed, it's the same sort of reaction. It affected everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. When Eddie passed, it affected, like, it affected everybody. Fans, wrestlers, all over the wrestling community. Like we talk about deaths impacting people, um, but there are certain people that, you know, huge impact. Brody Lee, to be honest with you, I didn't really, I never didn't know how loved this guy was amongst his peers until he passed, which is unfortunate. It really is. It really is unfortunate, right? Um, Because after he passed now, and then I'm getting more insight of this guy's character, and I know we're all about keeping the you know keeping character. Nobody wants to break kayfabe and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm a firm believer of of um, celebrating people while they're still alive and they can appreciate yeah. it. Um, and you know, unfortunately, I mean, yes, we are celebrating, and and the wrestling community in the world celebrating Brody Lee's life. But I, I I really do wish this man was here to see it because he was putting he was doing some great work. He was doing some of the best work of his career over the last few months again in AEW. And he was proving that he was a top guy. So, you know, it's it's unfortunate. And hey, side note mm-hmm. with Brody Lee before we move on. Um, did you know? Uh, so, you, I'm not, not sure if you knew that he was born and raised in Rochester, New York. Yes, yes. You were telling, you were telling me earlier, and I, I, I kind of knew that too. Yeah, so for those who don't know, Rochester, New York is actually not too far from Toronto, Canada, uh, Ontario, Canada, where we are located, um, just outside of, of Toronto. So it's not too far away. So 
the interesting thing is that he, you'd think for a guy who lived in Rochester that he'd be a uh, either a, a, a Buffalo, either a Sabres, Sabres fan, a Buffalo Sabres fan, or he'd be maybe I don't know who who knows maybe an Islanders fan, right? A guy coming from New York, but um, you know he was uh, apparently he was a huge, huge, huge Maple Leafs fan. Hey, um, <laughs> so uh, that's interesting to me. Yeah, I, I that because you know what's crazy is just um, who was it? Was it Renee Paquette? One of the Canadian, one of the the Canadian um, personalities, wrestling personalities that I follow. I think it might have been her that was saying that he was for a guy who doesn't live in Canada. He's the biggest Leaf fan, and he would love to go to Leaf games and stuff. He'd love to take his wife, take his kids to Leaf games. He was like a huge, huge fan. And you know, he's a huge fan where actually the Maple Leafs um, tweeted out their condolences to him. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know, that's, that that tells you how, how, we, how we, even as a hockey fan, he's respected. So, um, again, our, our, our thoughts and our prayers go out to, um, you know, Brody Lee's family, um, his yeah. wife, his kids, um, all of his people, his friends, and and personally on behalf of myself and and Howard, you know, also for for his fans because people are hurt, man. Um, no, sorry to interrupt, but uh, I, yeah. there's something I wanted to share before we move on. Um, I was watching on the WWE, I think um, this documentary, a documentary, and I think they were doing on Luke Harper. And um, what happened was is that um, it was a very, very powerful and powerful moment. And I think I was sitting with um, Empress, and um, there was a scene where he was talking, and he was talking about his kids. And I have never seen anybody which talk about his family, his kids, with so much joy. And what was so interesting, he was saying that he would. Um, his son, he would talk to his son. He can't wait to see him. Like, ex- like exactly what you said. But the the one moment was is that one of his one of his life goal was to be a good father, like how his father was to him. And that kind of moved me because there's a picture they did a side um side side picture of his father holding him and Luke Harper holding his son. And it looked ex- like the same way, exactly the same. He looks like his father, mm-hmm. but the same way. And the man even had tears in his eyes. He says, like, just to have my son be around to see me do what I do, it's so worthwhile and everything like that. And, you know, you know, the saying, you know, the good always die young or, or taken away too soon and everything like that. So once again, man, my condolences is that, you know, um, speaking of someone that has lost and everything like that, you know, it's sometimes it's there's moments where you're like they're still around. You try to say that they're like on a trip somewhere, but you don't know when they're coming back. But they're wherever they are, they're enjoying life. Yeah. So that's why I try to look to death kind of thing. Um, that they're somewhere on a trip. Don't know when they're coming back, but wherever they are, they're okay, and I hope to see them again. Yeah. So you know, so, 
Yeah, I, I hear you, man. But I, I was so just like I'm just looking here at some of the so the younger um, individuals again, like Chad Gaspar. Um, that is definitely a podcast I would have loved to have. We could have talked about had we started this um, earlier on because uh, his one was was very tragic with Chad. Um, I know again personally for me. Uh, what really kind of struck a chord with me with Chad, I actually shed a tear for Chad, Chad when I when he passed away. Because for those who don't know, um, Chad Gaspar um, from you know the group Crime Time um, back in the day, uh, WWE. Uh, unfortunately, he passed away uh, this year. He drowned uh, saving his son um, in a, uh, a drowning act, uh, incident back i believe it was in Mar- in may and man i'll tell you that one that one hit me um because i remember the year before that i watched that video when kofi won the belt at mania and it was uh, jtg chad and mvp at i don't know if it was a bar or something and they're watching it and the genuine tears that rolled out the genuine tear that rolled down this guy's face, like almost like like a fan. Like you remember how excited? Remember how excited we were when when, when he won? Yeah, yeah. Right. So, and you think those kind of emotions are reserved just for fans? When I saw that video of how he, yo, know, this man had a tear in his eye. He was talking about a big dude, man. Like this guy is, he's a. That guy's yeah, that yeah. guy's a beast, right? So you look at this guy, you see this guy crying, and and then, you know, he was he was very involved um, in the wrestling community. Uh, he was also involved with again wrestlers of color. Um, he showed a lot of love and support for those wrestlers of color and stuff. Um, and it was very unfortunate, um, you know, that he passed and even how he passed. But I mean, he was a hero. The man did what he had to do to save his kid. Um, that one, <clears throat> I know that one for me this year, that one um, personally, I, I guess, I know I didn't want to do this, you know, what hit you the most, but I think just just the the nature of how he passed with that one saving his son, that one really got me um, because I saw, well, when I see him, I think of my kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I do the exact same thing for my kids, right? Um, so yeah, that was a between Shad and 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 Brody Leeds. That yeah, was a rough one, rough one for me. How about you? Um, I would even say um, Zeus was was um. It kind of it was an it was almost like wow, he's gone, kind of thing, like. And and it just it, it just took me back to um, wrestling when Zeus came out and and dealt with Hulk Hogan and everybody was kind of like fearing him because they're like who is this guy and and <laughs> even Hogan had no answer for him I'm every sure. shot every punch every kick this guy is just Hitting his neck, ah, like you know what I'm saying. I remember, and even how he used to talk to Hogan, like, 
you know, like, <laughs> there's no man on earth that talked to another man like that. You know what I'm saying? It was so, it was almost like a monster. Like, yeah. oh, okay, you will build my rock. I'm Zeus. Ah, ah. I'm like, what the? Like, can you imagine as a grown man having someone talk to you like this? Yeah. You're like, and he can back it up too. So, and he didn't wrestle a whole lot of matches. No. But he made that transition from from I think it was football player to actor to wrestler. I mean, he did that pretty. I mean, Zeus was intimidating, man. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah. I remember watch. I remember watching No Holds Barred. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I remember seeing that. The, I remember watching that movie in the theater, and that guy like frightened me. That was maybe what seven or eight. I think my grandfather had taken me to yeah. watch that because I was a big wrestling fan. Um, but yeah, man, like it was, it was, look at Zeus, the other one. All right. So yeah, Zeus, road warrior animal. Yeah. Oh, what a rush. Like just, just the Legion of Doom, man. You want to yeah. talk about the greatest? Uh, listen, I, I, we're Canadians. Um, and this might be unpopular to, you know, opinion for, for Canadians, but, um, the World Warriors are my number one tag team ever, followed by the Heart Foundation. And you can go either way with the two of them, one or two. Yeah. But for me, it's always it's always been the Road Warriors, man. And just to have, you know, you know the way Hawk passed away was very sad and very tragic. And you always had Animal, and Animal's kind of keeping the legacy going and stuff. But when Animal passed away, that one hurt because, man. That's that's a that that's a chunk of my childhood. Yeah. <laughs> I think for me it's just that you know I don't know I know each wrestler has their own shadows that they have to deal with their own darkness they have to deal with but it was almost and I don't want to sound very twisted when I say that but it was almost like a completion for me when Animal passed because it was almost I wouldn't say in the physical animal was like say sad but it's almost like his spirit needed to be one with animal kind of thing the way how they were so close you know what i'm saying it's like to be close with somebody and to live on the earth without them it's kind of like you you go through it and you represent them to the fullest but then when you're gone it's almost like Two two kindred spirits coming together, getting ready to go on on their ways, like almost like um losing a best friend or a husband and wife kind of thing. When I when I heard he passed, in a weird way, I was like, now you're now I think you're like at peace now, like you know what I'm saying. I think yeah, you're yeah. good now because you're back with Hawk now. You know what I'm saying? And he's I could picture him saying, "Yo, come on, boy, let I've been waiting, let's go." You know what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. and are together and whatnot. So it, it it was for me it was shocking and whatnot, but yeah, it was um, it was um, yeah, it took me, it, it was shocking, but I was I was at for some weird reason I was just at peace with myself because yeah. of their history and whatnot. So yeah, and I think I, as as and and I it's because of these the rest. Some of these guys, because we watched them when we were kids, the reality is when we were as kids, we're, we're in our 40s now. So you already know that, you know, time kind of moves by. So 
Uh, for me personally, uh, seeing these older guys pass, or you know, these older wrestlers, is just again a chunk of my uh, a chunk of a chunk of my childhood, um, kind of just going away. But again, you know, want to uh, again our condolences to all those who have lost their lives, um, you know, in the in 2020. But yeah, you know, 2021. Um, hopefully, you know, bigger, better things. We're gonna stay positive. Hopefully, we don't have so many people on this on our uh, on our list this time next year when we do this yes, again. Yes, yes, yes. Um, you know, we just uh, yeah. Andy, anything you want to add to this, Hard? Um, honestly, I can't. Well, wrestling family, I just want to let you know that um. Our next podcast would be, it's going to be very interesting. It's going to be in depth. Um, can't wait. You know, I was talking to the Mr. CEO on the mic here, and he's he gave me some instructions on how we're going to do the next show. So I'm quite excited about that. Hopefully, you guys were able to tune in. Um, uh, I, like I said, it's like I said, um, 2021, 20, I'm ready for um i'm ready for the show to to grow and i'm waiting i'm 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 just fortunate to have this um opportunity to be with my brother in this journey and i'm and i just also want to shout out to you guys for being a part of our journey you know saying we're still learning you know um and we want to make this as successful as possible also we want you guys um, to soon chime in, call us, talk to us, you know, saying everything, you know, as we're doing this one step at a time and, you know, and hopefully you guys are still with us and for the ride. I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure my brother's looking forward to it. You know what I'm saying? He's a great leader, you know, so I'm, I'm not worried, man. I just, I just make him look good. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. Well, here's what this is what's gonna happen, man. <laughs> Moving forward, we're we're definitely gonna keep things moving. We're gonna do more um, do more podcasts. Look out for our uh, our next uh, episode. Uh, we are going to be doing the best and worst of covering 2020. Um, there was a lot of despite the way this year has been, there was a lot of good, but man, there was a, a lot of there's a lot of bad and I am not talking about viruses I'm just talking about maybe there's some time of my life that I will never get back but that is a whole other episode that we can sit here and talk about because you know I'm I'm Mr. Uh, like Howard if you can you guys can't see it now but Howard's shaking his head so I'm I'm (laughs) into the the cynic (laughs) you know what I'm saying he's a positive no, you know, true, but like honestly, it's um, it's a thing where a lot has happened, and we're be- we're very detailed about certain things. But I think he's more, my brother's more anal. You know, that I'm okay whoa, to whoa, say. Whoa, 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 whoa! You better change, change, change up them words, there, son. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's precise. He's more precise. There we go. I'll, I'll take you know that. I'll take that. He's more precise. But um, 
I think he because he's more detailed than me. Like when it comes to like um, venues, um, what else? Character character clothing. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna cover all that stuff. The best and worst costumes or entrance. The, right. the best and worst. The you know male wrestler of the I'm year, more... female wrestler of the year. Best oh, storyline, oh, worst storyline. You see, he did that purposely. He he mentioned a female, and he knows how I feel about a certain female. I'm not going there. I'm not going right. there. I'm not going there. She pisses me off. I hope to get her on the show so I can tell her in her face. But anyways. All right. We're going to save this. So if you guys are interested <laughs> in hearing this banter between me and this guy, oh, check man. out the next check out our next podcast again it's going to be the best (laughs) and worst of for the 2020 um and again we're going to uh it might be a long one but please check this check this one out it's going to be uh i'm sure there's going to be a lot of jokes um it'll be a lot of disagreements um but yeah it's going to be fun it's going to be fun so please uh check us out um you can check us out on SoundCloud for right now, and we're working on putting it on other platforms. Uh, so again, thank you guys for you know for, for taking the time. Oh, we'll happy. happy New Year for those who aren't going to be checking out our podcast because we're going to be dropping another one before uh, just before the New Year again to end the year off 2020 with our best and worst of again. Um, so. Uh, you know, thank you very much, guys, for for checking out the podcast. And again, you know. Please, uh, with everything that's happening in, in, in the world, you know, don't forget to tell the ones that you love that you love them. Uh, it's never too late. Um, and you want to make sure that you're able to say these words before you're not able to say them in person. So on behalf of myself and my partner over here, we love you guys. Thank you very much for, for supporting us and checking us out. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. All Be right. Be blessed, guys. Peace.